Hey y'all, I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn, aka Coach Quay, the productivity coach and your motivational queen. And this is the Productive Mompreneur Show. This podcast is for mompreneurs who want tips to be more productive in their family life and their business. Because God so freely gave these tools to me, I will give you everything you need. Do you need motivation? Motivation. And where should you go? Coach Quay. Maybe you might need some stimulation. Stimulation. Who got that? Coach Quay. Coupled with some determination. Determination. You already know. Coach Quay. And given that supernatural inspiration. inspiration. Oh, yeah. Coach Quay. Hey, 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 and welcome back to the Productive Mompreneur Show. I'm your host, Jaquela Lynn. Let's dive right in. So as you know, we've been on this series talking about body shaming and the many ways that people can be body shamed, the many people who have body shamed someone else. We've been digging all into this. So the last two weeks we've went in, we've talked about it. We've discussed some ways to overcome it. But I want to show y'all that body shaming comes in all shapes, all sizes, all colors. And people who, if you looked on paper at what they do in life, the things that they're into, you would assume that they got the perfect TV model shape. You would expect them to be like society's perfect image. And then when we meet them, we realize that it's not what society says. It's it's real life. It's a real person. And so what I have for you all is a guest speaker today, a real person who has experienced body shaming when when you really get to know her, she is like one of the dopest people that you'll ever meet. So I have Miss Doreen Block here today that we're going to be interviewing and asking some questions and hearing her story. And then she is going to give y'all some tips on how to overcome some body shaming the way she did it. So Doreen and I have been friends for a very long time. We grew up in the same town, Youngstown, Ohio. Wyo! <laughs> um, we grew up in Youngstown, Ohio. We were both young scholars at the Ohio State University. And our friendship really developed at Ohio State. You know, it grew into something beautiful. And all these years later, I would tell y'all what she do, but Doreen is a gypsy. She is <laughs> a master at many, many things. She used to braid my hair for years, pre-locks. Um, we danced together. We've, we've done a lot of things together. We both have children, but I'm gonna let Doreen come on here and share a little bit about her. So Doreen, Hola, thank you. Thank you for that great introduction. <laughs> thank you for being here. I love the way you started off your show. Um, very, very exciting. <laughs> very, let's dive in. I like that. Um, a gypsy. I do have um, many jobs. So my full-time job is um, I am an administrative support representative. Um, yeah, that's just a fancy way to say that I help young people uh, get jobs and I help them get funding for college. And I'm basically the person behind the scenes, making sure all the paperwork and everything is together so that they can get their bonuses, they can get their cash for getting their diploma, they can get their incentives for doing their resumes, things like that. Um, yes, I still braid hair. <laughs> uh, yes, she was one of my great customers before um, the locks. And I also am a Zumba instructor and a 
an aerobics instructor. And the last job is I'm a respite uh, person for children with autism um, on the weekend. So yes, I, and I'm a mom. Yes, she said we're mothers. That's a job, y'all. That's that's a, that's one of the biggest jobs, but uh, <laughs> that's me. And I'm looking forward to um, just talking about this body shaming because I feel like it goes on more often than we think. Absolutely. Now, y'all, let me just tell you something. I told y'all we've been friends for many, many years. I just learned something new about my friend because I did not know you did respite for children with autism. That's amazing. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So one of the (laughs) things that I love about Doreen is that when she goes into something, she gives her all, you know, I've always admired that about her because a lot of people are fake. (laughs) Let's just, (laughs) let's just be real. A lot of people are fake, phony, baloney. Okay. And, you know, when her and I became friends and got to talking, you know, we had to overcome some things and make sure that we were on the same page, you know, and now, you know, we don't have any issues. I can say that we don't have issues. We are really good friends. We've been through a lot together. We share tips and tools with one another and we share the real things that we go through in life. Agreed. Agreed. So um, when I posted on my social media, you know, who has been body shamed, um, she, she commented on there and she said, of course, you know, and it was, it was that simple. It was just, of course. And, you know, like I, I was able to read into that and I felt all of that. I knew exactly what she meant when she said, of course, because we are women who are, first of all, we're brown, we chocolate babies. So (laughs) we are chocolate. We got natural hair, you know, and our body shapes are not what the models look like on TV. Agreed. Agreed. So one of the things that Doreen did not mention is, which I did already, was her amazing dancing skills. When I say amazing, (laughs) I mean, this girl can dance. She can do moves that I can't do. (laughs) (laughs) She's given me many, many challenges that I failed, um, but I try always. I might not look as fluid as she does. I mean, her moves are like water. It's just, it flows. It's beautiful. It's classy. It's tasteful. Like I love watching you dance. Thank now, you. Thank you very much. With that being said, have you ever felt like, tell the people, give them a description of you and let them hear what this beautiful dancer looks like. <laughs> so I am five, one and a half. That half counts. I don't care it what does. anybody says. The half counts. Um, I'm brown, like she said, with natural hair. Um, my chest is bigger than the average person. And uh, so she it got are the my... biggest chest I ever <laughs> did see. <laughs> and, That's a compliment. And, and so are my thighs and um, my gluteus maximus. And so therefore, oh, and um, be, due to the quarantine, because I was losing uh, my stomach because I used to have some abs back in the day, but due to the quarantine and, and baking all of this delicious pies and things like that, um, I still have my little stomach. So um, yeah, I've experienced body shaming from high school 
till now. It doesn't stop. So you have to, some things you have to always um, keep overcoming. Some things it's not like, oh yeah, back in the day, this happened. Some things um, you have to continuously talk yourself and, and boost your confidence. Um, and my body image is has always been um, different because dancers are usually sticks and um, I've never been a stick ever yeah so as y'all heard she is opposite of a stick in every way but (laughs) it's you know I love it she's never allowed that to stop her from doing what she loves she's never allowed it to stop her from teaching other young girls to do the very same thing talk about that y'all she teaches young people you gotta have a special grace for that so let's just side (laughs) note talk about these girls I remember the stories about these young ladies that you've worked with (laughs) Well, the reason why I started teaching and working with the children is because, like I said, I got body shamed when I was in high school and I was a part of a dance team. I was on the dance line and my mother was always a petite woman and she didn't have a chest. She had a behind, but she didn't have a chest. Um, I started teaching young people because my mother was always a petite woman and she did have a big behind, but she didn't have a chest. So she did not know how to take me bra shopping and things like that. And Mm. so I was wearing two bras when I was out on the 50 yard line dancing in front of the band. And a woman came up to me after the game and told me that I needed to get my body together and I needed to wear the proper undergarments because it was shameful the way I was looking out there on the field. What? I never saw this woman before. I never knew. I didn't know her. She seemed like I was I was 17. She seemed probably like in her mid 30s. And instead of bringing me and taking me to the side to speak with me and and educate me, she shamed me in front of everybody. And so that's why I work with young people now. And so when I was doing I I work for the dance, I, I did the dance line for public schools for a number of years uh, from 2006 to 2015. And um, I taught the young ladies how to wear their undergarments, what they needed to do, because sometimes parents don't teach you. So you have to learn these things on your own. See y'all, that's what I'm talking about. Like, I didn't know that either. I knew Doreen when we were younger because we played volleyball. You know, we were rivals. We were rivals, but it was my friend. (laughs) Um, But, you know, when I saw Doreen, I didn't see her for, you know, wow, look at her boobs or wow, look at anything. You know, it was just my friend. But you've got people out here who are purposefully hurting us with their words. And y'all know we just talked about that last week, that people hurt us with their words she could have easily come out there and use that opportunity to educate her as opposed to shaming her and humiliating her Mm -hmm. in front of people because that's what body shaming does. It humiliates us when you do it in front of other people. I can always, I'll never forget one of our mutual friends came Mm -hmm. to help me move my stuff. And I had a gut at the time. And Mm -hmm. he told me that the only reason he was helping me is because I was pregnant. Mm. And so I looked down at my stomach. 
I said, well, geez, I know I got a gut, but pregnant, dang, right? <laughs> so I ain't say nothing to him, right? Because I needed all my stuff moved out that day. But yeah, that's right. <laughs> at the end, what I had intended to do was give him a tip because he wasn't mm-hmm. charging me. He was doing it from what I thought because we were friends. But really, he was doing it because he thought I was pregnant and he didn't want me to hurt myself. So his tip was, don't ever assume a woman is pregnant just because she got a little bit of a gut. I could be stressed. I could be going through stuff. I could be broke and only afford certain foods that aren't good for my gut. You don't know what I'm going through and why I got a gut. So Mm -hmm. unfortunately, it did cause a little strain on our friendship. (laughs) (laughs) I will tell you who that was a little later if you don't know. Uh. Uh. (laughs) But anyway, this lady had an opportunity to educate instead of hate on you, instead of humiliate you, instead of Mm -hmm. shame you in front of other people. And so I love that you are taking a stance for the younger generation and teaching them the things that they don't know and helping them instead of hating on them and shaming them. Like, like you said, your mom just, she didn't know. If she ain't got big boobs, she don't know. In my house, it was the opposite. Yeah, was my mom, the itty-bitty. Yeah, I mm-hmm. was part of the itty bitty growing up. And so they, <laughs> they crapped on me and mm-hmm. told me I was in the itty bitty titty committee all the time. <laughs> and I was like, just because y'all got these big cantaloupes in front of you, you know, and so then mm-hmm. we would go back and forth and say hurtful things to one another because we didn't understand mm-hmm. each other. And so it's important that when we're out here talking to people, that we're educating them. And I love that, that you're doing that because our youth don't know. You know, I remember when I first started going to church, I, you know, I was, I was trying to get my life right. But mm-hmm. I didn't have long skirts and mm-hmm. shirts that buttoned up to my neck. And I mean, whew, they made mm-hmm. you not want to go to church when you walk through the door and everybody looking at you. Mm-hmm. And you know, my little cocky, but I was like, I know my legs look good, don't they? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I've had confidence for a very long time. Even when mm-hmm. people talked about me, I was confident because... I began to understand how beautiful I was in the eyes of God, regardless of what anyone else said. Mm-hmm. But I remember this lady walked up to me in the church and she just made me feel so terrible because she could see my cleavage. Y'all had some boobs by the time I got to college. <laughs> <laughs> but she made me feel so bad because she could see my cleavage. She could see more than three inches above my knee and to her that was unacceptable and you do not come in the lord's house like this you need to dress a certain way and be honorable honor this temple that god i mean y'all she went in on me went Mm -hmm. in and i was like well this is all i got so you want me to come to church or you want me to go find some better clothes what you want me to do Mm -hmm. and luckily there was someone else listening And the other lady came around and she said, honey, I'm so sorry. And she apologized. And she said, the the important thing is you come as you are, just don't leave the same. And Mm -hmm. that stayed with me, you know, because I was feeling bad. I felt so shameful. Like, oh my gosh, did I do something wrong? I came to church with my cleavage showing. I thought I did a good job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I Mm -hmm. thought my outfit was appropriate for church. And here I am trying to get my life right. And I got shamed when I walked through the church doors. Mm -hmm. 
So side note, y'all, don't allow people in the church to, to throw you off the track, to make you feel bad because there are sinners in the church. There are demonic people still in the church. There is the devil sitting on the front pew sometimes. So you have mm-hmm. to make sure that when you go to church, you are doing it because you want to get close to the Lord, not to the people. So anyway, back to what we're talking about. So <laughs> <laughs> listen, I'm telling y'all, if you don't want to hear about God, you do not want to listen to this podcast because God is going to be all up in here all the time. Okay. We're going to talk about some God. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, all right. So you had, you experienced that when you were 17. What are some other times that you experience any form of body shaming um I want to say the most shocking or the most recent uh, like I said in my introduction I am a Zumba instructor and I went to an event where they were having um it was a lot of people um it was at a college it was at WashU I went and there were um people doing line dancing, there were people doing uh, chair aerobics, things like that. And so they were having a Zumba class. And so I went, me and my mother went and we um, stood up, they told everybody to get on the stage. She was gonna do like a 30 minute demo. And we said, okay, so you know, I told y'all I'm five one. So where do you guys think I was at? I was front and center. Right so I could front. see where the lady, what the lady was doing. And so she came up, she, she started walking towards me and I'm thinking she's about to introduce herself and I'm gonna introduce myself to her. And she says, um, honey, you might wanna get off the stage because um, I don't want you to get lost in the sauce. And I said, what, what's going on? And then I, she brought her entourage with her. They, um, the people who take her class on a regular basis, you could tell who they were. They were all dressed in her mm-hmm. shirts and stuff like that, cut up leggings and things like that. And I just had on regular gear. Right. So they looked at me and said, um, no, I said, is this, uh, excuse me, is this a different kind of Zumba class? Cause I thought all Zumba instructors were supposed to be able to teach everybody I thought you're supposed to come to class and every you're just supposed to follow along oh um we don't want to be running into you so you might want to get in the back so I was like what in the world and so and so I was compliant and I went to the back and then somebody came and said for all of her veteran people to move to the right and all of us amateurs to the left so me and my mother we over there to the left and I was, I did not know somebody told my mom, uh, grandma, you might want to leave off the stage too or something. Cause I probably would have said something had I known they said something to my mother, right. they said something to me, but it was because of how big my chest was. So people usually think that I'm, um, fat for lack of a better word. They think I'm bigger than what I am because my chest is big. Right. So they think that bigger people can't do certain moves. So right before she put the music on, somebody looked over who knows me and said, hey, what you doing over there? I said, this is where they put me. Mm. The lady began to play her music. I didn't miss a beat. I didn't miss anything. And if you've ever been to a Zumba class, you know that the playlist is already there. Mm. They very seldom go and try to find some music on their phone or something like that. I'm a Zumba instructor. I know you have your playlist already. Right. When she saw that me and my mother could keep up, she went and tried to put one of her hardest songs on. And I know she did because the people, her people were like, oh, 
this the one we doing? Are we about to do this one? And me and my mother were able to do it. And my mom was so excited that she was able to keep up because this lady was supposed to be like the, the Zumba guru. So mm-hmm. she was like, Doreen, I was able to keep up. I said, mom, if you can do my class, you've been doing my class for six months. You can do anybody's class. Don't ever let somebody tell you, you got to get off the stage. And it was mm-hmm. because me and my mother were bigger. So they, they tried to shame us because they didn't think that we could do the same moves that they could do. And so after the class, when I stepped off of the stage, she said, oh, you look like you, you one of us, you look like you've been doing this forever. And a lady looked at her and said, you don't know who that is? Before I could even say anything, she said, oh, she is Zumba instructor for the such and such program. And her face dropped. But had I not been a Zumba instructor, had I been somebody off the street who wanted to try Zumba for the first time, how how disheartening is it that you would have told me to get off the stage? I might have never worked out again. Mm-hmm. I might have never thought that I could go to a workout program just because you told me I needed to get off the stage first, then told me to get to the back because you thought I was going to mess up your demo. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you showed her. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad you, you know showed. I was going I, in. I know it. I know it. Listen, you know I was going in. Y'all, I told y'all that Doreen do moves that I didn't know exist. <laughs> so she do these things where her body can like roll and pop and lock and dip and stuff that I don't do, can't do, won't do. Okay. (laughs) I know my limitations, but I love that you said, don't ever let somebody tell you what you can't do. Mm -hmm. And you showed her. And that's what we have to do these days. We can't let somebody tell us what we can't do. Tell us how we can't look, tell us how we should look because we will get so wrapped up and what society tells us to do um, and look like. You know, I remember when I was like eating nothing, trying to lose weight. And Mm -hmm. then I was like, for what? I've been married, at this point, I had been married for like nine years or something. And I said, I've been married for nine years and this man ain't never complained. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He likes the little bit of junk in the trunk. He likes the little handles on the side of my waist. You know, Mm -hmm. he likes it all. I think he gets a kick out of when my thighs rub. Okay. So I had to like change my mindset where I'm not trying to be skinny. I'm just making sure I'm healthy and that my health can keep up with my purpose. That's what's important for me. So you've said some good things here so far. You you put it out there. We need to educate people. Don't shame them. You said, don't ever let somebody tell you what you can and can't do, you know, and then you showed her. I bet, oh, I wish I could have seen the look on her face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not to be petty, just, just to see it and hold it and smile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, So this is crazy, y'all, because it's 2021 and she's still experiencing, you know, body shaming. And this is from a fellow Zumba instructor, although she didn't know she was a Zumba instructor. Like you should never discriminate on someone who walks into your class. Mm -hmm. Body shaming is discrimination. 
It, it is a form of discrimination. We generally think of discrimination as race or gender or religion, but body shaming is another form of discrimination. And we've got to stop that. And so we're standing up for people who might not be able to say it on their own that they don't feel comfortable because you said A, B, C, and D. And I just, I, I hate when people feel like that, you know? So mm -hmm. I'm curious, what advice would you give people? Like you're a dancer, you're an educator, you're an advocate, you're a mom, like you wear so many hats and you are still experiencing forms of body shaming in, in your thirties, what advice would you give people, no matter what age they are, youth, seniors, whoever, what would you tell them? Like, how can they overcome the, this terrible thing of, of body shaming? You have to surround yourself with positive people. You have to make sure that your circle is so strong and that it empowers you that you can feel brave enough to take on the body shaming bullies because that's what I think that they are because a lot of times even when you talked about that lady at the church a lot of the people at the church because I know about the church hurts and church hurts and things like that they know what they were before they got to the church and so they are guilty and so instead of given their testimony and educating, like you said, they act holier than thou and they become condescending. So mm -hmm. if you don't have a support system, if you're just on that island all by yourself and so, and people say things to you, you internalize them. You need to put more positive things inside your ear canal, inside your heart. That way those negative things just bounce off of you because it's like, okay, no, I'm not fat because Quayla told me she loved the way I move and she liked how I look. Oh, I'm not fat because my husband don't complain about it. You can say those right. things because you have that. If you just let people keep bullying you and saying certain things to you, um, and it's usually their own insecurities, mm -hmm. It will really, it will really just consume you and you will, that's how people become depressed. That's how people, um, you see them on the bridge about to jump off and things like that because they don't have hope. Mm -hmm. You always have to have hope and a positive circle to um, endure because somebody is always going to say something. They body shame Beyonce. Somebody, and she wanted the, the top entertainers were the beehive to come after you. If you say anything, mm -hmm. somebody will still say something. So and you just have to. And what you just you have to know. about Beyonce? Like, yeah. The girl got it going say? on. She got it going on. I hope the beehive don't come after me. I am not a Beyonce <laughs> fan. So I'm not either. You but know. I did like one album, but I do think she is a, a great entertainer, but I'm not Absolutely. a fan either. Yeah. My album is that that blue one, um, the one that had like "Dance with Your Daddy" on there. Dangerously in love, that one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Mine is the one with "Who Runs the World." I think that's four. Not I don't four. know nothing about that. I'm so old <laughs> when it comes to Beyonce. My last CD of Beyonce's was "I Am in Love with You." That's all. <laughs> yeah. 
And whenever I was driving from Columbus to Youngstown, you probably remember, I would blast that CD <laughs> all the way there and all the way back to school. I knew every mm-hmm. word, every run. I might not be able to sing like Bay, but I was mm-hmm. hitting them notes in my car. <laughs> um, yes, yes. And, and you said something really good again, your, your circle, your circle got to be empowering. They got to be uplifting. They got to be real with you. Now, mm-hmm. do you think it's okay for someone in your circle to tell you, Hey, Doreen, you picking up some weight, boo. I noticed, I noticed some things is going on. Yes. If you're okay. in my circle, you have every right to say that because I know it's coming from a place of love. Mm-hmm. I know you see my crown slipping and you want my crown to be placed firmly on the top of my head. And you know, because usually my circle knows like we were doing a vision board. Oh, you haven't seen my vision board from the class. So I got my I vision board. I need up. to see that. Yeah, I got to send it to you. So um, you have accountability partners. So if I say, and right now on my vision board are my abs, I have that on my vision board. So if you know that's on my vision board, I expect you to say something like, oh, Mm -hmm. so is that your third piece of cake? Now, (laughs) you said that I was your accountability partner. Now, how you going to get them abs with the, that, those three pieces of cake? Right. That's all in love. That's not, um, you have to be able, and you have to be very, very aware of who actually is in your circle because some people are in your circle just to make sure that you don't succeed. Mm-hmm. Some people are in your circle just because they see that you are doing something that they want to be attached to, but they want to bring you down. And so you have to, I have to really learn that some people are not in your circle for you. So that's why you have to mm-hmm. make sure they're empowering people. So yep. if you in a, uh, your circle is empowering and somebody say, oh girl, them love handles is becoming handles from joke handles on Belmont girl. they're saying it out of love um, yeah Quayla could say that to me I wouldn't be like what in the world did you hear what she said Mm-mm, no because we on this journey together and if she sees me slipping she's supposed to let me know because if she don't let me know the world gonna let me know and then I'm gonna be looking at her like so you just wasn't gonna say nothing right <laughs> I remember I went out, I took my son to school one day, and this is talking about knowing people in your circle, the people you think is your friends. It's important Mm -hmm. that you really know. So I took my son to school and this girl who I thought was my friend, one of the other moms, she talked to me while we stood in line to drop our kids off for at least 15 minutes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Then I left there from talking to her and I went to the grocery store. It wasn't until the young girl who was in high school was checking me out, was looking, and she was like, what kind of foundation do you use? Because it didn't mix well. This is a little girl talking to me. And I said, what you talking about? She said, you got like some light brown foundation by your face. And so I pull out my phone and I look, y'all, I had peanut butter on my face. I done went to the school and dropped my son off and my so-called friend was talking to me. It wasn't until someone who totally did not know me and was just absolutely confused as to why I got this light 
Now, y'all, I told you I'm chocolate and I had some peanut butter on my face. So, you know, it was light. She mm-hmm. was like, what kind of foundation you use? Because it ain't blending well. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's why you got a lot of kids because they real honest. <laughs> they don't care what they say. They don't care whose feelings they hurt. They just got to make sure you know you wrong for that. Mm-hmm. And I did go back to the girl and I said, we talked for 15 minutes and you did not tell me I had peanut butter on my face. And she was like, oh, well, I didn't want to embarrass you. Um, it's more embarrassing to walk around with globs of peanut butter because that means I was tearing that peanut butter and jelly sandwich <laughs> up in the car, okay? And did not stop to look at my face real quick. But you got to know your circle because my girls would never let me go anywhere with peanut butter on my face. My friends would never let me walk out the house looking a hot mess. I can remember times where, you know, when I was growing up, my grandma would say, you going out the house like that? And I was like, no, (laughs) ma'am. And I grew up and you know, grandma didn't play. So Mm -hmm. it had to be creases in the pants. The shirts had to be crispy. That's back in the day when they used starch to iron your clothes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, my hair had to always be done. Like, don't leave this house looking a mess because you represent me, you know, and that's what I feel about my friends. We represent each other. We empower one another. We look out for one another. We check one another in love. Mm -hmm. I don't mean just, just be checking me, but check me in love. You know, if you see that I'm doing something wrong, check me. Mm -hmm. I noticed like Doreen said, I noticed that, you know, you ate three pieces of cake. So What's your plan to work off that <laughs> fifteen hundred calories and cake you just ate? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, and we gotta be accountable to one another, you know. And so, if if you're in Youngstown, you need to be connected to Doreen. If you have Facebook, you need to be connected to Doreen. She does class aerobics on her Facebook page, like mm-hmm. multiple times a week, y'all multiple times a day so it's not just a certain time you could go on your lunch break and then even if you can't make it live you can catch the replay so Mm -hmm. there's no excuse and she's providing this service to y'all not because she's trying to get rich out here but because she really cares she really Mm -hmm. wants to see people living the happy whole healthy life okay um and so tell them about some of the classes that you teach um, so when you were talking about the children, I forgot to talk about the pop-up series because that's where I usually dance. So that's hip-hop, hip-hop and heels. Um, we bring in the Zumba and things like that. That's usually in the summertime. Pop-up series, look for us in the summertime. But currently I teach chair aerobics and I teach um, Zumba and I teach, huh, well, <laughs> I teach these children in Detroit. And so it's kind of hard to to uh, say what I do, but I use the exercise ball, the stepper, the jump rope and all of that and uh, fuse all of it together. So I call my classes dance fusion because I use all my background, my jazz, my hip hop, um, my Zumba, everything. And I fuse it together so that you can get a holistic workout because sometimes um, a workout just focus on cardio, or they just say, we're going to just work on getting your abs together. I try to make sure that your legs, your arms, your abs, Mm -hmm. and then the whole body, everything is working. So that way, and then I trick you, you think you know what I'm going to (laughs) do, but you got to get, because your body gets used to it. And that's what I think my body has really gotten used to doing 50 million Mm -hmm. classes. So I need to start doing some other classes. I was coming. coming. (laughs) 
I was doing some other Y'all, classes. she's coming for a, me right now. She's she coming ex- <laughs> because she's an excellent teacher. And I was really doing stuff. I was just getting the hang of it. And then she had she had an injury. So we can't, she didn't just leave us hanging. She had a very valid excuse. I would but, never. Yes, but when you do other people, and that's why you got to support each other because some of the stuff she does, I don't do so. My body is is moving differently so mm-hmm. i'm sorry i didn't mean to hype her up like that no. so yes that's what i do zumba chair aerobics hip-hop aerobics you want to just define it okay <laughs> so yeah i i go to her chair aerobics sometimes so her chair aerobics was always one hour before my pio class and i would sit in chair aerobics and <laughs> who knew that you can be in a chair and be sweating mm-hmm. and then so i would leave her class a little early because i need to go get some water and get prepared for my class. And so I teach Pio and I will be coming back. I had an injury after another injury, not from Pio, just from life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, um, but they are almost healed. So I just was talking about it yesterday saying, I can't wait to teach my Pio class again, because I miss it. I miss laughing at y'all when sweat be dripping in y'all's eyes. (laughs) (laughs) So if y'all don't know, Pio is the Pilates and yoga fusion class. And just like Doreen, I'm all about total body fitness. I don't want you to only get your abs together. A lot of people say, I just want to work on my abs. And I'd be like, not not body shaming. I'm not body shaming, but I'd be like, that's it. (laughs) We need to work on the whole body. Like, let's be whole. Let's be, you know, equal from head to toe, you know, you don't want to be lopsided unless that's your goal, then have at it. But, um, (laughs) so I will tell the people where they can follow you, where they can reach you. And then I'll also put her information in the show notes afterwards, but go ahead and let them know how they can get in contact with you. All right. So my email address is Doreen Divine with an E at gmail.com. If you would like to um, book me, if you want to experience those chair aerobics classes that Miss Quayla Lynn was talking about, then you can go to Facebook. My name is Doreen Block. You can go to Facebook. You can go to my page or you can go to Stepping Out Fitness on Facebook and you can find uh, my classes there as well. And like I said, um, in the summertime, I am not, I'm the old one. I have a young partner. And so you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for the pop-up series. <laughs> so you just look up pop-up series and you will see the hip-hop classes, the hip-hop and heels and things like that coming for the summer. Okay. So we will share all that information in the show notes afterwards. You definitely want to get engaged, help her show some support. We already talked about the importance of support, um, support her class and support yourself as well, because you're going to sit in that chair and think it's a joke until <laughs> you run out of breath and you got to take a break. Okay. <laughs> so um, it has definitely been an honor talking with you, sharing this information because we really, y'all, we really want to see you live a better life the best version of yourself. And we don't want you to allow someone's other, some other person's opinion of how you should look to affect you. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to go around in life worried about what other people said, stopping you from being the greatest version of yourself because you're worried about, do I look good? Am I putting out the right content? 
am I, do I got these angles right? These young people be talking about, it's about the angles. And I'm like, ain't nobody got time for that. You gonna give me the way I am. I'm not putting on no body snatcher. What's them things called? Waist. Them waist, yes. Yeah. You know, don't you know them things uh, move your insides? Yes. Yes. yes, we're all about holistic. We're not about the quick fix because a lot of these products and things like that are quick fix and they mess up the inside. Mm-hmm. What might look good, but you're not going to live well. Right. Because your organs are shifted. That's Absolutely. why they stopped that. Yeah. That's why they stopped us wearing them corsets and stuff like that. So I don't right. understand. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm like, now, do I put on the sweatband sometimes when I, exe- when I exercise? Sure. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I ain't crunching up my insides. I'm not walking around with perfect dead posture you know all day long mm-hmm, <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. not for me I want to breathe I want to eat you know and so like Doreen said we're all about a holistic approach and so between the two of us we have so many tools to help you live a happy healthy whole life we, we run challenges throughout the year we've had a squat challenge we've what was the other one we did oh the planks don't act like you forgot about the mm, plank that, challenge. Listen, I forgot the plank <laughs> challenge because I think that's where the injury came from. <laughs> yeah, at the end, at the end. Yep. Yeah, you I got was injured. almost at the end, y'all, but holding yeah. them five-minute planks, yeah. baby, mm-hmm. it was no joke. So, <laughs> and I tried to keep going. And this is where checking in love comes from because Doreen was like, I know this is your challenge. You got to stop. And I was like, well, I'm the leader and you guys are following me. She was like, we got this. You just keep showing up, but you got to stop before you get hurt worse. And that's what accountability is about. Telling your girl when it's time to stop, when it's time to check yourself real quick before you mess yourself up. You better check Mm -hmm. yourself before you wreck yourself. (laughs) Y'all can't see us, but we jamming right now. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I'm looking forward. Summer will be here before we know it. for the pop-up series. Um, I've never danced in heels, so this will be something absolutely new for me. Um, matter of fact, y'all, my class is barefoot. So <laughs> you don't need nothing but your body. There's no weights, there's no bands. You just need you and your mat and an open heart and mind to try whatever I tell you to do. And sometimes mm-hmm. I tell you to do some crazy moves. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why y'all need to thank God it ain't no weights. If she added some weights. <laughs> don't think I would get through the whole hour class. <laughs> if I ever add weights, they'll only be like two pound maximum. Okay. But I'm telling y'all this workout I'm doing right now, I use one pound weights and my arms be on fire. <laughs> and right when I'm about to put the weight down, she says, I didn't tell you to put that weight down. Keep it up. I'll tell you when to stop. We're in the burn zone, baby. And I was like, you are too happy right now. My arms are burning. My butt is burning. My thighs are burning. You got me up in this plie. I didn't even know what a plie was until I started doing Come bar. on, plie. Right? Come on. <laughs> Girl, I'm doing plies, releves, and all yes. kinds of stuff. And you know, to see the muscles in my thighs today, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. go ahead, girl. Yeah, you're going to have them dancer legs. Mm-hmm. You're going to have them dancer legs. Yes. And my, <laughs> my, my, my reach has gotten higher. My leg goes so high now. It's like, hey, babe, look at this. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> let me just keep it PG on here. I'm sorry. <laughs> 
don't want to hey, be no happy else. wife, happy life. He needs he need to be able to enjoy his yeah, life. Yeah, I just don't want to be a stumbling block for somebody talking about, let me try your bar workout so I can show some. I'm like, if you ain't married, you don't get to do it. <laughs> oh, that's so. awesome. I'm glad to hear those terms, that terminology. Girl. That's awesome. I'm like, plea, plea what? Mm-hmm. Ah, that's all I'm trying to say you know <laughs> but it's it's awesome learning new stuff doing new stuff helping my body to change so with my injuries I had to change my workouts you know me I'm boxing I'm lifting weight mm-hmm. or hardcore mm-hmm. I can't do all that stuff right now I've got mm-hmm. issues in my shoulder issues in my hand issues in my back you know all kinds of stuff and so I had to adjust my you know readjust what I was doing and find something that works for me. And that's what I love about being on a health and fitness journey, that there's always something that will work for you. Mm-hmm. There's a library of workouts out here. Like there's no reason why you should not be moving your body. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just going outside and taking an intentional walk. When I talk to people, they tell me, oh, I exercise. I walk to work and I walk up the stairs and I'm like, you're probably going like, point 50th of a I don't even know if I'm making sense but of you a go, mile yeah like you're not even going one mile per hour you're like going a point zero zero five miles. I got you I got you and so it's important that we're intentional and so I want y'all to know that when we talk about health and fitness we never go up to somebody and say hey girl you fat you need to work out with me but we try to get to know you and figure out what is it that you want in life and how can I help you sometimes I don't even talk to people about the fitness part until we deal with this mind like mm-hmm. it's mindset over everything if your mind ain't right I'm not about to have have you exercising with me. I work with over 300 people helping them get their health and fitness together. And they always expect me to come at them with exercise first. And I'm like, let's talk about your mind. Doreen mentioned it earlier. It's important that you surround yourself with positive people and you're putting positive things in your mind. And so I'm like, what are you reading right now? What are you Mm -hmm. watching right now? What are you allowing in your ear gates and your eye gates and your spirit? Like you got to check that stuff. I remember years ago, I watched that show, um, Olivia Pope. What was her show? Scandal. Um, Yeah, Scandal. I watched Scandal for many, many seasons. And then it was like, it clicked one day. She was sleeping with somebody's husband. I am not about that life. I will cut you. Like, <laughs> so I took it off my whole list, you know, and I stopped watching it. I could not watch stuff like that because I'm not about that life. I'm not, I'm not okay with it at all. In case y'all heard, you can look, don't touch, you know, that's, <laughs> and don't even look too long. Like he's mine, <laughs> period. She's serious. She's serious. I'm so she serious. You know, I'm so serious. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. we've been through many, many ups and downs in this marriage and we've worked really hard to refine this thing. And so I will cut you if you try <laughs> and mess up this goodness that we got going on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, disclaimer. I know that's right. I ain't trying to go to jail. I ain't gonna really cut nobody, but listen, just in case somebody try to send this to some somebody. <laughs> But anyway, Doreen, this was an absolutely great conversation. Y'all, these are the conversations we have anyway, mm-hmm. but we get to share it with y'all today. And that's what I want to make sure that y'all know, that this whole thing about body shaming, you should be able to talk about it. You should have some people to support you to overcome it. And you should come out stronger than you were before because you know a way to overcome 
this whole body shaming issue because it's not going to stop, unfortunately, until we take down all the billboards and throw away all the magazines and turn off the runway model TV shows or whatever, the fashion shows, you're going to continue seeing it. And if you ain't got your mind right, you're going to continue feeling some kind of way. I talked mm-hmm. about how I shamed myself. We shame ourselves sometimes. And then when you already feeling insecure, then somebody else comes and just light you on fire and say something else. It just, you make, it makes you explode. And we don't want that. We need more happy, healthy, whole, amazing, beautiful people out here. And so mm-hmm. that is our intention tonight is to help you to be all of that. Doreen, what you want to lead the people with? I just want to say I am just so glad that you have this platform uh, for people to talk about this because this is something that is needed. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what made you decide to talk about body shaming, but I have seen a lot of podcasts. I've seen a lot of things and I've been asked to be a part of a lot and nobody has talked about this because this is something that we actually really need to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I'm just glad to be a vessel, glad to be a part of it. Hopefully this movement will really, really, really catch fire and mm-hmm. people will listen because body shaming is not okay no matter how you look at it. It is right. not okay and you never know what somebody is going through. You never know what they've been through that day, that week, that year. So just be kind. Please, please be kind. All right, y'all heard it. She said, be kind. So I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did. Get out there, do something amazing with yourself and go be productive. I'll talk to you next week. Peace. Hey, thanks for listening to the Productive Mompreneur Show. If you enjoyed today's episode and found value in it, it would mean a lot to me if you share your biggest takeaway in your Instagram stories and tag at Jaquela Lynn. That'll help me help you through these podcast episodes. And while we're helping people, you can take one minute to rate, review, subscribe, and share with other people who you think might enjoy this. To learn how to work with me directly or get access to my tips, freebies, and trainings, be sure to head over to JaquelaLynn.com. Put slash community if you want to join my Facebook community. I'm Jaquela Lynn. Thanks for adding me to your to-do list. Now go do something productive. You already know. Go play.